If I was in the Matrix pod, I would tell the machines, can you just put the gentleman on loop? Can I just uh, live in the gentleman? Can I live right. in the universe? Can <laughs> you put right. me back into the power plant? Yeah. And that's I- right. Which pill for the gentleman? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah you, the, the plaid pill for the gentleman. <laughs> and then like you Burberry, get to, like fake Burberry pill. Yeah. yeah. Then you get to pick which faction you're in. Are you going to be in the sort of strange MMA gang that is always <laughs> we're, filming their fights? We're all in fights? fucking like the oh, massively yeah. multiplayer gentleman. We're on world of gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, gentlemen online. Yeah, gentlemen are online. <laughs> yeah, I think that's you'll right. find. Yeah. Uh, or are we going to be in Mickey Pearson's gang? Are we going to be like his just big, big nose guys that all call each other into the room one at a time to be like, "Oi, Dave, <laughs> we going to have a fight." I'm going to be in with the uh, the Chinese guys who sword yeah. fighted Dave Courtney, and then yeah. also <laughs> in gentlemen. Yeah. One of whom is called Dry Eye. Yeah, that's right. Sure. Mm. Uh, yeah, we're all it's a very we're all, racist movies. He I smokes a lot of weed. This movie is so incredibly so racist. Fucking racist, dude. Oh my god. Uh, but look, we can't talk about the gentleman unless we want to remember what we're paying for. Uh, so um, Netflix is uh, gained 4.4 million net new subscribers, but only 70,000 new ones in the geographies like US and Canada, which is where it's raising its prices. Because I don't know if you noticed, the prices for Netflix went up. You're yeah, paying a gentleman it's, premium. It's almost, the, the, the problem is, it's almost like their business plan of buy everything, make everything, uh, charge absolutely nothing for it, and then hope that you become a monopoly before you destroy all your, your, your cash reserves. <laughs> That's not been working out for them somehow. Even uh, in a pandemic, yeah. which is like a license to print money for a streaming well, service. In, in the pandemic, they like added like tens of millions of subscribers. Then after the pandemic, it's kind of back to what it was, which is like, oh, wait, where's the subscriber growth going to come from? Should we do video games? Also, the issue is that like you've got when, when you're sort of like relying on a system of buying like popular franchises and popular like properties up, like Disney's going to win that, right? And if you're looking for like stuff that is kind of, you know, maybe prestige or whatever you want to call it, then, you know, you've got H- you know, the HBO streaming service too. So like, ne- I, I, it, it sort of feels like Netflix is, at least like from my kind of version of Netflix, um, they like, sure, they're like buying up stuff, which kind of ha- like, you know, is, is all right. But they also seem to be making like original series, which don't quite hit very well. Um, like they have like interesting premises, like some of them, but after you sort of get through the first couple of episodes, it's like, uh, yeah, okay, like, all right. Yeah. Um, so, it, so it might just be the case that, like, okay, they're now, like, they're now, like, sort of competing in a place where they can't kind of rely on nostalgia bait to ensure, like, mon- like, monopolistic status. They actually have to, like, make stuff, which might be, like, part of the reason for the price increase. But crucially, like, most of the stuff that they've made has not really been very good, and the stuff that has gotten very popular, like, tends to sort of be forgotten quite quickly. Like, mm. Anyone like remember like like anything that happened in Squid Game? Like, yeah, the, the Mr. Beast made a, a video about it. Oh yeah, that's I, true. I yeah. remember that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> but please, Mr. Beast is my father. Yeah. I'm, too, <laughs> I'm, I'm too busy remembering. The. I'm too busy remembering Spencer Confidential, which I do yeah, in right. detail. Of course, the, <laughs> uh, they have a big fight at the dog track. Awesome. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. But also, like, look, you know, it's it's. I, I would say it's premature to bury Netflix, but it certainly is striking as to how like. What the, their business model in in trying to uh, uh, quantify and account for more and more elements of spectacle production has just removed um, 
removed all of the sort of the strange or the unexpected or these because I, I always think where creativity, just like where sort of having a good time at your job flourishes in the bits of your job that your employer is not able to control or monitor, right? It's the going to the bathroom for a long time or realizing, I don't know, like there's there's an extra long walk during one corridor. You can like, avoid that people at Netflix jack yeah. off in the bathroom. That's what yeah. we're saying. <laughs> well, or it's, it's just and I think most of the good creative stuff that gets done again, like gets done kind of despite the intentions of the money people. You know, it's it's the the more that it is uh, released from you know, again these quantified um, uh, sort of you know market uh, uh, forces, and so with the, with Netflix controlling more of it and um, uh, uh, subjecting more of it to its its, its analysis, a spectacle production becomes very strange, hyper real, and it goes into an uncanny valley, which is where the gentleman is as a film. Yeah, it's the a uncanny, film set valley of the uncanny valley of valley. Yeah. yeah, it's about a gentleman who's stuck in the dryer. Yeah. <laughs> An algorithmically generated film. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's got Matthew McConaughey and uh, Jeremy Strong. Again, Guy Ritchie, the guy who's all about, you know, uh, Britain and geezers and all this. Why has he got all these? Um, why are the two main characters of the film American other than just, well, Guy Ritchie? Uh, what if you had, what if you got a bunch of Americans to like say a bunch of British yeah. slang because it'll of, sound because great because of the fucking um, uh, the TV executive bots in, in mm -hmm. Futurama like they've yeah. decided that this is what will play in Peoria and yeah. so this is what Guy Ritchie's gonna have to do it's it's not like a new thing obviously but like yeah. it is a new thing for, for Netflix's sort of like internal stuff where previously they'd just been content to fuck around mm -hmm. yeah, and, and, that, now and thus yeah. the weirdness of something like Spencer Confidential yeah Absolutely. And then the sort of the strange uh, sort of hollowness of the gentleman, although I will concede to Hussein's point, I love the costumes. Every costume knocked yeah. it out of the park. Also, can I just say that like this isn't like a Netflix movie in the way that like I think Netflix kind of commissioned or like, you know, that they were sort of instrumental. In it. I think Netflix just kind of acquired it for mm. like its streaming service. This was like a proper film. I saw like advertisements for it. Um, the first time I saw it was on a, uh, uh, let's just say, um, potentially illegally procured copy of The Gentleman um, with like a watermark on it. Yeah, this was like a, this, this maybe it's, you know, it, it might have been kind of like, you know, in the same way that lots of films um, are now kind of, you know, considered with the intention of like, would this work on a streaming platform or not? Like it might have, it might have those types of features, but it wasn't something that was kind of you know, designed specifically for a particular streaming platform in the way that like a Spencer Confidential was. Well, so we start Matthew McConaughey in a classic British pub. Uh, he ordering a pint and a, a pickled boozer, egg. As yeah. we like mm. to call uh, it. A boozer down, he's down the local. <laughs> he's, uh, Matthew McConaughey is down the local. Again, I have to, I have to emphasize, looking fucking great. He's at the fish and dogging in Dartford. <laughs> right. Uh, orders uh, a pint and a pickled egg. Uh, at which point, buzzed, buzzed. <laughs> yeah, it's classic British thing to have. Yeah, we all. It's like maybe in a chip shop. Yeah. That's right. The pub pickled yeah, you know, egg. Yeah, I don't think you see like pubs with pickled eggs anymore. Yeah. Um, well, you do in in Guy Ritchie Nostalgia Land. Uh, he orders right. himself a jelly deals and a Cornish pasty. <laughs> the the typical yeah. food of of the average Englishman. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he sits down, calls his wife, and then uh, blood spatters in the glass and pickled egg, implying it is the end for Matthew McConaughey as Mickey Pearson. Credits. The movie is over. Uh, yeah. That's what I love about Matthew McConaughey. So the movie is real short. <laughs> McConaughey played by Bill Clinton. Yeah. Oh, well, I just love being in The Gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, the only thing I'd say is could have used a few more ladies. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this is what I'm saying. Um, so anyway, we uh, it's credits, and then we get the framing narrative for most of the film, which is Charlie Hunnam uh, doing a Newcastle accent, which is his accent, but somehow unconvincingly. Um, you cunt. Yes, yeah, you fucking cunt. <laughs> no, stand there. <laughs> Standing in what appears to be a 75,000 pound kitchen from a Tatler magazine at home photo shoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, kitchen looks fucking great, uh, but also looks Top like it has never been kitchen. used. <laughs> yeah. This has been uh, Riley's kitchen nook. Five right. kitchens out of five. Yeah, five out of five ovens. Um, anyway, he is joined by, uh, the, uh, by geezer Hugh Grant as Fletcher. Hugh Grant doing an impression of Michael Caine <laughs> with a brain parasite. <laughs> He's wearing a leather jacket and those reactions lenses. <laughs> um, it's a bit odd. Yeah, well, because and crucially, think- he's a gay flirt. Just in case you mm. were wondering about that, every time uh, he like he will make a gay sex joke every time mm. he's he's like given a line. Oh yeah. How else? How else uh, will you remember that he's gay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd shag you up the ass. Yeah, Charlie Hannum. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Sit the fuck down. He literally just does go. I'm just lubing you up at one point, which I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I that, often is, say that, that is that is that is gay culture, absolutely. Mm. Um, so uh, you, uh, you could. It's an absurd casting choice to have uh, Hugh Grant playing a sort of uh, Cockney geezer PI who works for the Sunday tabloids, except for the fact that you get to see Hugh Grant clearly. Uh, <laughs> Uh, 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 playing that which he hates most. Yeah, I, I, I've written down here that I think Hugh Grant has some kind of a bone to pick with the tabloid press. Not sure why or about yeah. what. Anyway, I, I, assume, I assume it's just because he, 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 you know, he, he's mad that they didn't do Sunshine, uh, uh, Page Three Girls anymore in the sun. I'm act off, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. They, uh, they, so they called them Sunshine Girls in, in, in Canada. Um, so Sunshine Girls has just a very different implication for me. <laughs> Thank you.